This podcast is sponsored by Audible. Audible, stay connected, informed, and inspired. Try Audible Premium Plus for 30 days free. Your 30-day trial comes with one credit, two credits for Prime members, good for any premium selection titles you like, yours to keep. With the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals, you can listen all you want. No credits needed. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash entertainmentrants to start your Audible Premium Plus 30-day trial today. $14.95 a month after 30 days. Cancel any time. Audible, it's time to start listening. Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one opinion source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola as he sounds off on the latest movies, TV, music, gaming, comic books, and more. Now, here's the man of the hour, Marco Mazzola. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Marco Mazzola, and today we're going to talk about all things Galaxy Quest. So let's go through our players here. Online, we have Marie. Hello, Marie. Hello. Marie from the Trekkers Delight Podcast. We've had her on the show many times. A fan favorite, from what I understand. I've had some great feedback about you. Uh, Raphael Moran from the Geeky Dad Podcast. Really liked uh, the shows that we've done together, so uh, we're definitely going to have to have you back on even more. Uh, we have we have Bruno. Hello. And Larry. Hey, hey. And Mila. Hey. All right, gang. We are going to talk Galaxy Quest today. So first things first, as we should do, we should play the trailer. Everybody ready for some trailer Let's action? Sure. All right. So I will share my screen because I do have it up. Um, and we can all watch it together. Confession. I don't think I've ever actually seen the trailer. Yeah, I have. Same here. It's yeah. just as good as the... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you know what? Let me do it on... Chrome. I'm sorry. Let me just. I don't know for some reason the Chrome has lost permission to be itself. We'll I guess I have no idea. Post. Yeah, apparently we have to, it's a lot of post production on this show. Can't you tell? <laughs> it's edit, clip off the end, and we're good to go. I don't really care. That's it. All right, let me get rid of the stupid ad at the beginning. Thank you, YouTube. All right, let's go back to it. All right, let's try this again. So I'm going to share on Streamyard. Da 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 da. Phone tab. There we go. Okay, this is. They're going to start eating each other out there. Your commander is on deck. For years, never give up, never surrender. The cast of Galaxy Quest have played the same parts. Never give up. My granddaughter's hammer, by the sons of Warband, I shall avenge you. I will say that you could learn one more time. Their careers were bravely going by Nowhere. What a savings. Until their biggest fans. I am afraid of standing here in your presence. It is the greatest honor we could ever have hoped to achieve. Requested a command performance. Hey! The Lemo! We have studied every facet of your missions and strategies. We are actors, not astronauts. You will save us! That was a hell of a thing. This Christmas, Laredo, take us out. Get a move to the right. Sit your ass down. We're gonna drive this thing. They're not just acting like heroes. 
the whole thing was just a misunderstanding. They must become heroes. My little guy. DreamWorks Pictures presents Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman. All right, there we have it. The trailer for Galaxy Quest. Little known fact, it was originally going to be called Captain Starshine. Captain the, the movie's Star- name? The movie's name was originally going to be Captain Starshine. <laughs> so, <laughs> real quick. That would have made it better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, is that what it was originally supposed God, to be called? Or did they, we cannot be friends. Label that <laughs> no, because... No, that was the original name. and then They didn't want it to it. be leaked. No, no, that wasn't even leaked. I think that came out like well after the fact. Oh, oh okay. shit. <laughs> That's again. Even Larry's trying to find a way to say, I know, Marie, I understand. The ride's been good. We've been friends for now for a little while. Uh, it's been great. It's over now. I understand this. I, I, I do apologize. Uh, you know, maybe we'll meet up again somewhere. Um, right, right. In another life. Uh, I do. I do. I am firmly of the belief that this is one of the best Star Trek movies ever made. It is so awesome. It, it was so good that it was recognized as like one of the top seven best Star- by by like all the Star Trek fans. Yes. Yeah. No, I know. So here's my thing. I completely understand why people love this movie. I don't, but I do understand why people do. Like, I get it. I get the love letter to Star Trek fans, to sci-fi fans in general, that this movie does. Um, I, I get the premise of it. Uh, Larry and I talked about this. I talked about this with Mila. It's just, it's, it's Space Three Amigos. It's the same premise as Three Amigos, and I love Three Amigos way better. Um, you know, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's a comedy. I yeah. chuckled. I kind of went a <laughs> like a Sheldon chuckle once, and that was about it the entire time. And I was fully invested watching this movie, sitting up bright. You know what I mean? Like all my wits about me. Like all right, I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna sit down and do it, and nothing. I got a half of a chuckle out of it, and that was it. I don't know. Maybe, wow. maybe for me, it is you know having been that nerd, right? Like you know going to the conventions. <clears throat> and the fact that, you know, Tim the Toolman Taylor is playing, you know, a nicer version of William Shatner. Not Captain Kirk, William no. Shatner. Yes. Yes, it was all based yeah. on William Shatner. Right, right of course. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's oh, not yeah. about the show, it's about them, the actors yeah. having done this show and what their yeah. life is like after the show is over. Right. And then right. Alan Rickman is, is very much channeling his inner Patrick Stewart because that's actually one of the I, you know, when he's like, I'm not going to say this line. Yep. Shakespeare. That was actually based on something that Patrick Stewart st- said. Um, there's a terrible, terrible first season episode of The Next Generation called Skin of Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, I figure, I, okay, so I come from the podcast Trekkers Delight. Like, I know y'all can't see this, but I literally have like a Spock bear hanging out behind me and Riker face palming. So, like, be aware. <laughs> This is my name. all invested, which is why this is in Marie's wheelhouse, right? Like this right. is all. I mean, this is. I, I am a big fan um, of Star Trek as well. Yeah. But one of the things that Patrick Stewart said when he read the script was literally like, "I used to work with the Royal Shakespeare Company, and you want me to act with an oil slick?" Yep. 
But I feel like it's, and I think you're right. It almost, but it harkens more to Alec Guinness for me. Oh, yeah. Right. Like I, I did this, you know, I did all this stuff, this Shakespeare theater. He's like that, that letter he writes where he's like, the script is awful. The acting is awful, but the money's good. Yeah. And that's okay. Take the check. You did take the check and you did cash it. So, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so be quiet about it because you did. You've never, you've never met a man who was so excited to die. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. So let's, let's hear from some people who loved it. We'll go around the room. Bruno. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic for all the reasons we've talked about. I think, uh, you know, it's an awesome mirror of what actually sort of was going on behind the scenes in the Star Trek world. In fact, Alan Rickman disliked, you know, Tim the Toolman. Just, just as a person, he was like, "This is not the same kind of." For all the reasons she just talked about, like this, yeah. I'm a, I'm and a. Turned out he got he, he was more mad about that, you know, based yeah. on some of the shenanigans that have come out about uh, Tim Allen. Yep. Yep. Exactly mm -hmm. right. And they and so like I think that was really interesting that he eventually came around to enjoying working with Tim Allen. Um, and I thought the movie was just fun the way it was done. It, it pokes fun at everything Star Trek that they did that was kind of ridiculous, right? The whole uh, the, the scene where they're running through the, the chompers, mm -hmm. you know, like, what the, what, yeah. what's this doing here? It's <laughs> a really poorly written episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll get into the whole layout of the ship later. Absolutely. We'll get right? into the layout yeah, that of bugged you a ship. lot, but we'll of get into Of course it that. did, because in what show, during the run of the show, it was right, these aliens only had the reference of the stuff they show on they showed on the show, right? Like nowadays, you want to get a blueprint of the Enterprise and re, you know, sort of learn how it actually. You can do that easily. Done. Downloaded. It, it's a book. They only had what was on the show. What show shows you every section of the ship <clears throat> and exactly how every part works? So much so that you could recreate it. Galaxy Quest does. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> my point. No, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> no, it has didn't. That. I mean, what show? No I show think, did that. Well, did you, you watch any? episodes of galaxy quest Did you watch the one they show you on it it's like early doctor who keep, keep in mind that <laughs> mid, it looks like mid-series doctor who no the, oh, no, the no, no. Is too much credit technologically right they're yeah but they're recreating the ship from galaxy yeah quest. but that's like you saying you look at your child's toys and saying you want me to build you something that does that okay i can do that because i'm an adult and i know a lot more about technology than you do my six-year-old son but these guys were essentially so far advanced from us so they they're were extrapolating like, okay. yeah they're like yeah. okay a show that might show them spaceship they knew the general of the ship they knew the general shape they knew you needed these kind of elements you need a you know at uh, least these uh, rooms these kinds of things and then they just added some extra stuff to kind of fill in and then the technology they clearly knew how to do it where we have no idea yeah yeah so they they, 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 they can make it work better i think it's some, that point they're like you're not great you're not great with war we're not great with anything else but we're super great at science so we were yeah. able to take the historical documents and recreate oh. it based on what we thought and right. there's kind of like this underlying nerd scheme which is so you were on the protector could you tell us what we got wrong and what we can fix? I mean, there's almost a little bit of that going on in the subject. A little bit in there. I mean, yeah, if, 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 if you if you remember, <laughs> though, 100% right. God bless them. <laughs> no, I, I could see where they so got the really blueprints bang out very well coming out of space. No, because the the yeah, little space anyway. The the, mm -hmm. the the crew of kids that they end up calling at the end to go, hey, how do I walk through this? They had a map of the ship. Yes. So if they could have a map of the ship, why can't these so advanced aliens from another, why can't they get Well, because the they just so, bought it at a convention that the aliens weren't yeah, at. No. <laughs> they weren't, they weren't um, at a convention to buy that map of the ship. They're aliens with advanced technology. That's it. They didn't have to Earth. They only have that. 
They only have that little TV show to watch. Yeah. The they don't show. have a merch store. <laughs> I don't know. They might have been to Earth. They, they came down to see him. Yeah. Uh, that is maybe true. They, they, they never said they've, they've never been here before. It just seemed like they had it. But maybe yeah. you're right. Maybe they came down, stole like they people. They figured out the rooms if they'd been here before. Who and zap back mm-hmm. up. What's that, Marie? I feel like they would have figured out the game, like that it was not historic, quote unquote, historical documents if they'd shown up on Earth before. I do find it. Um, yeah, that, that, yeah. That's it's just more like they point. took vacations they, on Earth every once they, in a while. They came down. And do you they think spent that? The whole no, time. they didn't take vacations because they're not pleasure. Well, not vacations, just, but just, like stopped like, down. Nothing about entertainment. Take a peek. Recon missions. <laughs> Maybe some recon missions. The poor red shirts didn't last. Didn't make it back, but that's <laughs> fine. Oh no! No, no, no! I'm going to die in five minutes. Yeah. Right. You're not going to die, guys. We haven't, and then like, uncharacteristically, we, we haven't get heard out from here. Larry yet. Guy's going to die. <laughs> we better get out of here before Guy gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let, 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 let's give Larry a moment. First, we're going to um, give him a moment to gather his thoughts. Very pensive over there. So, it was an absolute ripoff of Three Amigos. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I got that right out the gate. Um, this movie came out in 99. Four. I've at this point, I've been out of high school for four years. I just saw this for the first time yesterday. So that relation is how it was out for four years um, because I love feeling younger. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This movie for me did not hit any marks. I feel that this movie was very much placated to a certain group of people. It wasn't only off of four. You graduated in 95 or I graduated in 95. I graduated in 94. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're, oh. a, you're, you're a year. Um, we discussed this. You got a year. Bruno, how about you? You're old, Marco. I know. Bruno, <laughs> Bruno, Bruno, would you like to tell us how old, when you graduated? Hey. No, no, no. 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 Um, so, so I feel that this movie was very much placated to a certain group of people, right? Yes. It, it, it targeted yeah. a certain audience and that's what they wanted yes, to I'm do. I'm sitting right here, Larry. I, I'm <laughs> well, listen, Marie. Right, well, let's turn you around. There you go. Hi. Um, that's that's, that's Bruno. <laughs> that's Larry over there. Sorry, um, I don't know how far yes, I was it in. plays to you, Marie. <laughs> Absolutely. Personally, it has my name all over it. All over, and and I, I mean, and I get that, right? And so maybe that's why for me, I was just like, this movie sucks. But let's also mention the fact that this did come out in '99. It's not '99 anymore. Does it still play 23 years later? Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's I a mean, it's me. I honestly think it does. '99 that don't play now, yeah. right? But but I but, uh, for this, let's go back to the prism of '99. If this was 99, you were seeing it for the first time, would you have loved it then? No. Well, there it is. There it is. Hey. No, short not, answer. no Jesus. not at all. Um, but, I, but I think that this <laughs> but movie... you weren't a Trekkie, right? Not to put too yeah, fine a point exactly, on it. Exactly. exactly. And that's, and that's, yeah. what, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, this movie still plays today to that same group of people that liked it back in 99. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yep. Yeah. But I, I wasn't a Trekkie <clears throat> like Marie. Let's just put it that But I like Star Trek a lot. I love Next Generation. I hadn't really mm-hmm. gone into original series at that point. Mm-hmm. I think I'd really seen Next Generation and probably Voyager I like, before I actually went back and watched the entire mm-hmm. original series. Well, that was I had seasons. seen it, but I had never watched, like, I literally went back and just binge-watched every episode, right? But I hadn't done that till after I finished yeah. Voyager. And I was like, oh, oh shit, I probably should watch the original. I yeah, had to watch me? them as they were released yeah. on TV. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I, you, I don't recommend going back and watching it. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit, he old. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, the thing is, was, I liked I liked Star Trek. Like, yeah. I liked Next Generation. I wasn't by any 
shape and word. I'm, I'm not a Trekkie per se, you know, but I did enjoy it. Like if it was on, I would watch it. I liked watching the, the original series. Um, cause I thought Lennon Nimoy was so cool and he yep. lived in Cambridge and I thought that was awesome. Yep. Um, so I, I, I liked those shows. I saw Galaxy, or I really like. I remember watching like the previews, like. But for I remember that, I'm going. That movie looks like shit. <laughs> I do. But granted, I do too. Toy Tim Allen was coming off Toy Story, and he would like Tool yeah. Time. He was big. And see, maybe that's oh, yeah, I didn't like Tim Allen. I didn't like Tim Allen. He was I, right I mean, on top at the time. I did actually like Tim Allen. I'm alright with Tim Allen. I like. I like some of his movies, but he's he's like. I'm like, oh, Tim Allen's in this movie. Yeah. And I kind of just, I just it, go it, on. I'm a sci-fi day. person. He, knows he was that. like I every guy. Sci-fi. He was like every guy, you know, yeah. macho. Not macho, but you just kind he's of. He's a Tim Allen guy. No, he was every guy. Yeah, that's that's right because he was you know, home improving. But like yeah. I was, I'm a sci-fi guy. God knows I love me some Demolition Man, right, Marie? Absolutely. Five minutes. <laughs> and, you know, but it just even at that time, for whatever reason, it just never struck me as a movie I needed to go see. So I think. You know, I, is it my turn now? Do I get to talk? Yes, Marie, go for it. <laughs> we can wait for Mila. Mila's new. Mila's new to the whole phenomenon, so we can. We I can go after if you like. Yep. But you know, I think <laughs> so. In '99, I was graduating from high school, and uh, it, it, it was wonderful to go to see to go to see a film that was basically a love letter letter to folks like me who weren't necessarily seen in other contexts, right? So, you know, high school, that's when the prequels are coming out. Star Wars is everywhere. And so we're finally getting to that whole, like, you know, nerd ascendancy that we're going to certainly going to see later with um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But, like, this was really the first time that a movie really grappled, like, a mainstream released film grappled with the concept of fandom. And so it was really wonderful to get a chance to go and not only see a fandom, but a fandom of which I was a part, like on the screen. And so I think you know, for, so Galaxy Quest One has a tremendous amount of um, uh, nostalgia for me. Um, also, I have to tell you that I really do. I actually like it a little bit better than I like Three Amigos. <laughs> oh, I, of course, we're having trouble with the connection here. My link is going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit better. Um, but also like again you're like, Larry's right it's made for a very specific group of people and it's those mm-hmm. of us that are like aware of all the Star Trek tropes and have watched the Star Trek tropes and love the Star Trek tropes um, it's made for us and so it was really fantastic to get to go and see a film like that um, which is not to say that I hadn't been to see the releases of, you know, the actual Star Trek movies, right? Like, um, Generations comes out, came out within this whole, like, sort of span. Yep. Still one of my favorites. Hmm? Still one of my favorites. Yeah, no, Generations is, it, there's yeah. a lot of love about Generations, up to and including that um, stellar cartography porn shot. Yep. Um, <laughs> we got porn in Star Trek. Guys. Like, that is, Hell yeah. The original, like, the motion picture had that, like, starship porn yep. shot where we have to do like this you know five minute long money shot of the enterprise which okay fair play i would be lying if i told you that i didn't get excited about it yep um <laughs> but also stellar tarcography was that shot for the next generation fans so that's one of the things i really love about galaxy quest the other thing i really like about galaxy quest is what they do with gwen and sigourney weaver's character yeah and, how she goes from 
this this vague sort of bimbo-esque character to someone who has something to do. And it's also not solely in service of the Tim Allen storyline. Well, she talks mm. about herself, about how she normally plays <clears throat> like strong women characters in movies and that she wanted to play this role because of that progress that the character made and the development that she goes through. So it's really interesting. I saw a really cool interview with her about that. Yeah. 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 There's some, there are some good parts of this movie. It just didn't hold up as well mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, the good parts yeah. did not weigh the stuff that annoyed the shit out of me. And yeah. that's so my problem. Annoyed that's the shit out of you. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So then we can do that because, like, that's my problem when I watch movies. I get like, I, I know I do. You do. I have a The rant. What's that? That's the rant part of this whole. This business. is absolutely the rant part. Like, I go on these rants of the shit that just annoys me. Do we have to listen to? We have to listen to Milo. Uh, like, I guess what? we have to listen to Milo. <laughs> like, See, the thing is, I I find myself like I've thought about it. I find myself a bigger fan of Star Trek than I am of Star Wars. And that's so I do. Because I was introduced to a lot more Star Trek. You know, well, like technology wise, Star Trek is pretty solid. Yeah. And I always I like I watched uh like Next Generation, of course. Like I loved it so much. And then but the thing is I loved watching the original series because I love that camp, because I've seen the classic like all the classic Doctor Who episodes. So I love that old campy feel. So like so I loved I loved watching the original series and all of the like cheesy tropes that I'd catch. So, like, watching this movie and then mentioning, like, all the tropes that they were talking about, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And I was expecting, like, the, like, the guy, guy, like, the guy he's, character. like, yeah, yeah, and he's, like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die any second now, and I'm, like, yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 he's rocking in this whole thing. What's that? Oh, the mustache, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? And then, of course, like, that epic mullet that, that Tim Allen's got. Oh, oh yeah. right, yeah. In the in the show, on the show itself, it not great. not in the real life, but yeah, in the show. Yeah, yeah. It's classic, like feathered hair, mullet. <laughs> you know that uh, Alan Rickman's character, Doctor Lazarus, was was originally, uh, I'm sorry, originally going to be the bad guy. He was no. going to have been really? called Ming the Merciless because he was going to have, <laughs> like, somehow figured out a way to transport to another galaxy, generate this whole you know, Legion and then be the bad guy. And they were like, ah, oh, we're, we're going to change all that. Yeah. So they rewrote a bunch of it <laughs> and made him. Oh. I wonder why. Huh. So going back to the things that annoy me, um, <laughs> you, you got to answer this question for me. This is one of the things that drove me crazy. You've obviously been to a ton of conventions. You go to these type of conventions all the time. Character. Yeah, let's, you know, let's, take, um, let's take a Leonard Nimoy when he was doing conventions. Let's take a uh, LeVar Burton. Let's take these guys. Do they go dressed up with the visor and the ears on when they're going to these conventions doing like talks? Um, fun fact in the original, like for a lot of the original conventions, they did. Um, no. uh, so, okay. So, let's let's the 90s and the 2000s. And the let's go, let's go back to the 60s for a second. Yeah. Um, so, with the original series, one of the things that would happen is um, women would host like almost Tupperware party type events in the area and they would actually invite the actors. And so the actors would like nick their costumes and then attend these, these different mm -hmm. affairs. And that's one of the things that like the whole, um, the aliens showing up at Tim, the Toolman Taylor's house is talking about. It's, right. it's actually pointing out the, in a really subtle way, um, 
the evolution of fandom because Star Trek is really, really, really the first time we have an honest to God organized fandom. Right. Weren't they some of the first conventions based right. around the yeah. one particular property? Um, yeah. We first fanzines. So if you so if you've ever participated or consumed fanfic, thank a Star Trek nerd, uh, because basically when Star Trek after um, season three was canceled, um, women got to, would get together and would organize these writing magazines and would go to their local libraries and use mimeograph machines and mimeograph them send them worldwide hmm. so yeah. all of that starts in star trek and that's part of what galaxy quest is really a love letter to um so in the beginning yeah you would see them in costume right you would see them in their own sort of like outfits as you go on and conventions become a bigger deal, not so much um, right. because at that point they didn't have to to have that visual identification as to who they are. Right. Anyway, West talking about the time originally. You know, go right as, yeah. And I'm not gonna lie. When I met that man, I may not have been able to speak. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. 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 That's reasonable. So. <laughs> His was a his was an interesting story, right? He was originally just typecast as Spock. He wrote that book, I Am Not Spock, and then later on kind of re revisited that and wrote another one saying I am Spock. So like that that defining moment where you're like, All right, I took this character initially because I needed I need the money, check. I needed <laughs> the work. work yeah. Um mm -hmm. and then it ends up derailing you from the career. Yeah, this this puts you on a career track that you may not have been planning on. He mm -hmm. was another like really accomplished actor, just really, you know, thespian kind of guy. And, uh, and then just kind of changed his whole trajectory. So he was, he was unhappy with it for a while. Adam West had the same. He almost, uh, he almost got, like, got purged. Um, Spock is the only character that's in all of the original series episodes, including um, the pilot that got scrapped and then eventually right. ended the menagerie. Yeah. Um, and part of the reason for that was one, Major Barrett was widely known to be engaged in a torrid affair with Gene Roddenberry. And so they were kind of concerned about um, what what that was saying about their production if she had this major role. But also they were very afraid that women would be afraid of Spock. Hmm. Huh. Why? Right? Um, because he would, here, I mean, here's Leonard Nimoy, who's this very kind of like, I mean, you know, he's dark complected. In fact, the word they used in studio write-ups was Saturnine. And they were they were very concerned that women would find that terrifying. Not dudes, mind you. No. Not dudes, no. Because this is the 60s and it's also we'll Gene Roddenberry, who's arguably one of the sexist most one of the sexist people to, to ever walk the face of the earth. Yes. <laughs> but um I mean there's a re there's a reason he ceded control to Rick Berman of all people. Um <clears throat> But so it, so it was really interesting because I, I, if I remember my history right, then Roddenberry actually had to fight to keep him. And Spock is the character, much like much like, you know, Dr. Lazarus here, that outsider that, you know, that that person who's who's trying to figure out how to, to navigate this, this society that's not necessarily set up for them, that really struck a chord with women. Hmm. Not just, and also obviously because Spock was both Vulcan and human, um, he got a lot of fan mail from biracial kids because, you know, it's mixed. 
this is not a, you know, Star Trek is taking, like, in 1969, it's actually not that long after Loving versus Virginia. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. So you so you have a lot of... I was joining uh, so you have the first generation of kids that are coming out of these now, and I hate to say this, well done, United States, um, now legal marriages. So these kids are now legal, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to figure out where they fit. And so they would, you know, write letters to and, and, I and, and I think that Star Trek actually did a pretty good job with that. Um, as as male chauvinistic as they want to create um, uh, William Shatner's part, because he was just he was just slaying every kind of alien um, across the planets. He although I gotta he, tell you, I think if you actually count it, like Spock gets laid more often than Kirk does. Really? Yeah. Really? No way. Oh, I'd believe Marie. That wasn't so much Spock, to be uh, uh, Kirk took his shirt off an awful lot. Oh, oh yeah. that's true. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. So I, I, every, every like three episodes so, he takes his shirt off. Right. Actually, partially because Shatner got tired of wearing the girdle. Oh, because he needed to keep his trim fit while he had a shirt on, <laughs> right? So you have to keep the girdle on. Um I, I mean, I, I think that Star Trek. He's wearing that nursing shirt. It's you know, like yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I think that Star Trek did a pretty good job with as as far as the the intergalactic uh, relations, if you will, that that the guys had. So that kind of opened up the eyes. I feel to a lot of different people. You had a very strong black woman. So now you, you're you're hitting a lot of those. You're checking a lot of those boxes off on just the cast alone. Um, also, I mean, let's not forget Sulu and Chekhov. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. so, yeah. I was about and, to and, and that's too. and that's what I'm saying is, I, as I feel that Star Trek, they hit a lot of these boxes. Going, hey, you know what? We're we're gonna bring this into like a new generation of people and going, hey, it's okay. You know, everybody's included. It's just not the quote unquote uh, white man's world, right? It's not just us. It's we have all these different ethnicities and races, and, and we're all just gonna. It was, the Enterprise was a melting pot of, of everybody, and I think that they did a great job of trying to like really put that out there into the into the eye of the public, if you will, to right. say, hey, it's it's good, it's okay. Yeah, you know. Yep. I say this a lot, but I think what what really sets Star Trek apart um, is that it <laughs> Ron Mary proceeds from this assumption that eventually we get our shit together. Still <laughs> <laughs> working on it. We're still working on yeah. it. Yeah, right. Um, but like, it's not, and, and and it's not set up like you would see in, say, a Brave New World, where it's supposed to be a utopia, but not really, right? Like we're actually pointing at the the, the seedy underbelly of what's going on with Brave New World or Soylent Green or any of these things. Um, it's really the idea that we get our ish together, like we figure out what to do about the planet. We figure out what to do about racism. We figure out what to do with sexism eventually. Yeah, that's brought up Poverty. in a lot of a lot of a lot we of the stories are always like that. Like it's we like, there, so. Yeah, we got 243 yeah. years. We got some time. Yeah. We got yeah. some time. Yeah. time. But I, I feel like as a race we're gonna kind of kind of last minute, you know what I mean, overnight crunch it like college. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in two hundred and forty two yeah. years we're like, we got a year. Let's we'll binge, let's do it. Cram. I know we've been like trying, but let's actually this. get it done now. Come on. Crunch this overnight. Right. <laughs> Figure it out in the last second. Yep. Yeah. 
but I sort of think like, you know, Galaxy Quest is also making a nod at that and, and that history too, right? Which is why I said I, I love and I understand why people love this movie. Like I get like all the stuff we're talking about is the stuff that it all does the lore well. that goes behind it. <laughs> it does well. It was for me, it wasn't funny enough. And some of the parts that they did try to do annoyed the shit out of me that it made me pull away from caring that was to do these things. It was just, it, you know what I mean? Whether it was on purpose or not, some of the stuff that just drove me crazy, right? Like the, the aliens' voices. I'm like, I can't I listen love to the aliens. Th- right. And I, 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 got, I got a kick out of the movie. I thought it was so funny. I the whole, I'm like, like, I have to listen it. to this for two hours or however long it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what it was? He doesn't actually have that many. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Inside jokes aren't usually like, ha ha, laugh out loud funny. Inside jokes are more like, making the audience feel like I'm in on that joke. I appreciate what they just did. I know what's going on. Not everybody does. Right. So if you're watching this as someone like Larry, who's never, wasn't a Trekkie, he's going to think like, none of this was really that funny. Right. But if I was watching it or Marie was watching it or somebody who's, who's in that world, <laughs> say that again. I almost lost my shit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, th- then, then you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, Oh yeah. What a great callback. Like when guy was like, I'm going to die. I don't have yeah. a last name. Totally. Got yeah. that. I love that. He's, he's you, the red shirt. You I got, got it. Yeah. But if you didn't know what a red totally shirt, cool. if you didn't know what a red shirt was, right. you would have no idea have what he's no talking idea. about. Yeah. Right. I found that uh, part humorous. Right, I liked right. him. Right. And, I then, liked, yeah. and then like when Tim Allen takes off his shirt, when he's fighting the rock monster, that's straight call out. That's to, even the, like the, the place they were in, like the planet they were at, yeah. it was like desert. It was rocks. always the same. Yeah. It's always yeah. desert. Yeah. And yeah. How many, times, how many times have we seen Vasquez rocks in Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. uh, it's always rocks. Yeah, even in classic crew, it's so always rocks. <laughs> it's literally the same place, guys. The <laughs> same place. It's very <laughs> outside of LA. Yeah, but, but those yeah. call outs are all why some quarry somewhere. Yeah, the same. Where is it, Marie? It's uh, Vasquez Rocks. It's out. Uh, it's outside of LA somewhere. Um, the same yeah. location, like they always do. Probably near Mojave, right? Like it's all... Looking was in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's an inside joke. It's a one big inside reference. Everybody that was a Trekkie got it. And so that's what, that's kind of the thing that makes no, it fun. And I got, I would say all of them. Not gonna say I got all of them. No, but, but I, I enjoyed a lot it. Of them. It wasn't laugh out loud for either, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Is that the the at the end of the day, it's the fans who save them, which is also part of the appeal. And yeah, that that to me that sort of rings back not only to the letter writing campaign, but also I don't know if y'all have seen this, but Flight of the Navigator. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. No. I'm yeah. Not. Love which that. Is movie. Another of my favorite movies, and I will not have any discussion on that point. Yeah. So okay, so let's let's talk about that. And then so. The whole point, the problem I had with it is it's supposed to be a comedy. It's a love letter, but it's billed as a comedy. It didn't make me laugh. So it's it, it it that part like I got the references, I get the callbacks, I love the you know the all the the love letter to the fans and what it's supposed to what it's trying to do, but you're going to lose me if it's not funny to me. If it's not it's funny to me, you're totally losing my interest in the movie. It is laugh out loud funny. Right. It yeah. depends on the person. Yeah. Like I'm I love Star Trek. I got the tropes. I understand what they're doing. I get the callbacks. It just, it just, I don't know. It mm. bugged me. Like, I'm like, I don't get, I get why people love this movie, but I don't get why this is funny. Yeah. 
Like it's not and my believe me, my humor is not sophisticated. We know me. I don't have super sophisticated but I, humor. But again, it, it's honestly that movie wasn't made for you. It wasn't made for me. But it is it was, in a way. It's definitely made more for Marie than right. this for yeah. me. Because so I got a real kick out of it. I thought it was. I was. I was like chuckling. Everyone. I was like, "This is great." It was made for Marie. It was made. Having a good time. Um, but why, even Bruno. It, yeah, but, it's, it wasn't made but, for. But why us. wasn't it made for me? I'm not saying it should have been made for me. So I'm not trying to be egotistical. You called it a love letter to Star. Star Trek fan, and I love Star Trek. So that's and who I'm it was a Star made Trek for. Fan. That's who's just like just like Marvel movies aren't made for people who don't like comics. Like it's just a different right. kind of thing. But I'm a Marvel fan yeah, too. I don't, I don't agree with that. I really don't. I think Marvel has what Marvel has done, and I think actually right, let me just back up. Marvel was a bad example. Us, Maybe it was a bad example. Is that Marvel has managed to jump from the comic book nerd? And made it mainstream. So they've managed to remember that comics are about myth building and they are extending that myth building in a visual language that appeals to almost everybody. Okay, so I'm gonna go with the indie art film. I don't think that go it's that out there. Indie art film. But I think Galaxy Quest is a step. Remember, this is 1999, guys. Um, and they're still like everybody's still sort of trying to figure out like where you know, like, who's the audience? Yeah. Rather than saying, so it's like, I need to find that person who's going to watch my movie instead of saying, why can't I make a movie that everybody can watch? Because yeah. there's this real, I mean, you know, like, remember 90s X-Men? Yep. Yes. X-Men is not, not films that are made for people who are not X-Men fans. They're not. Because again, what they're trying to do is they're trying to tap into an existing audience. And it's not, it is really not until Iron Man that suddenly somebody wakes up and says, why isn't everybody in this audience? But I almost beg to differ that the 90s X-Men movie weren't made for X-Men fans. Because if you're a real X-Men fan, those were you garbage. You don't like that movie. They're garbage because they have very little to do other than name in general to do with X-Men. It barely represents Please the actual- no, I did not say they did this well. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't. But, and then, wait, wait. I think, the rat, I think the rat, yeah, I agree. The Ratner X-Men are hot garbage. Yeah. However, uh, what, they were, no. what they were trying to do is they were trying to figure out, like, what they thought we wanted to watch. And the problem was, is that they didn't they get it. Wrong. They were way wrong. Right, but the thing yeah, but about... the intent was still there. The intent was still to make it for a particular audience. Sure. And that's where this is coming from. I think. Uh, but, yeah. oh, hold on, hold on. I remember watching X-Men when it first came out and I was super pissed because I was such an X-Men fan. I was super pissed when the movie came out because it didn't follow anything. I went with somebody who was not a comic book person who didn't know the about the X-Men, like the origins and stuff like that. And they absolutely loved it. Yeah. When the X-Men came out, Marie's right. The thing about the comic book movies, they gravitate towards the comic book person, but you can bring other people in because at the end of the day, it's still a great action movie. Yes. With, with Galaxy Quest, it was literally meant for the Comic-Con people. It was written for them. And I think it was done well enough that it brought it brought other people that weren't into that world. They were like, what the hell is this? Now we see it. They, they kind of highlighted, hey, there's more than just you people. There's also these people over here. And, and they need to okay. get their nods. So then, okay, so then, so to ask the question is, who exactly... 
was this movie meant for? Who was their audience? Oh, absolutely, the Comic Con people. I love Comic Con. Or, or, or I go the, to the, conventions, the, not as much as Marie. So, so but I go to conventions. This was made for Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Love Star Trek. I've but, watched but, pretty much every iteration of Star Trek. But you just Trek. said it though. The you, movies. You said you didn't. You TV missed a whole shows. bunch of the references. No, 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 I got most of the references. No, okay. you know, other than Marie, because okay. she's an expert. But, that, but, that, but that's, but that's yeah. who it's for. It wasn't for you. It was for people like Marie. That's who it was for. Like she's on a completely different level. Oh, than absolutely! You. I'm so not even that's trying to compare. That's who it's for. Not trying to compare. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure if I'm taking this as a compliment, or if I should be hiding under my ta- my desk here. Like, <laughs> but Mila's not at your level either. But she loved it. But she's but, not at but, your but, level but I, of Star Trek. Think, not depth of. Knowledge. But I think that she's more on. She's. I feel that Mila's closer to her level than you are. Oh, I'd beg to differ. I don't know. I don't think it's a matter of like how much knowledge like, I'm, 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 I'm not really going to argue here. I just really love like the show. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I love, I love Star Trek. It's like, yeah. she could it's like in my heart. I'm like, this is so down. great. No question, hands tied behind her back. <laughs> but I, I don't. Maybe I'm just wording I also kind of wonder. I get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying, though. One at a time. One at a time. First. Marie. Yeah, <laughs> factor for a second. The which part? And I kind of wonder if this has something to do with it because in nineteen again nineteen ninety nine, I'm eighteen years old, and I'm growing up in rural South Georgia, like rural South Georgia. Let me underscore that for a second. <laughs> it is not okay in ni- it's still not okay in nineteen ninety nine to be both female and a nerd in that particular in that particular context. I, I'm not. I'm not general generalizing that in the slightest. So for me to have the opportunity to go to see this movie and be seen is huge, huge. Um, I mean, because even going, even waiting in line to go see the prequels when I was in high school, inevitably somebody is going to stand there and is going to look and looked at me and was like, oh, you're here just because your boyfriend wants to be here or whatever. No, no. Um, and I got to say that still happens. Um, I distinctly remember being, because <laughs> I saw Into Darkness in theaters, much to my eternal displeasure, but I did. <laughs> um, and I saw it on a press pass. Um, so I am standing in line, waiting to be let in because they would let the press in early so that they could give their press release and ask questions, let us take questions and blah, 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 blah. Um, and this guy, and I'm like, kind of talking to my girlfriend who's also in, who was also press, but like for a different, a different outlet. And we're kind of kicking back and forth. Like, is this really, is this really going to be con? I don't want it to be con. I don't want it to be con because I feel like that's been done to death. Please, please, please. I don't need another, I don't need a white dude playing con. And asks, I bet you don't even know where con came from. And I'm like, motherfucker, oh. I can recite Space Seed. <laughs> <laughs> he chose poorly. <laughs> he chose very poorly. And then he turned to dust. When did, when did, <laughs> he shriveled up and died. Yeah. And the world was good. <laughs> and then we finally made it to that point where Star Trek's supposed to be some far, far away in the future. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, but, but when, when did Into Darkness drop? Into Darkness dropped in 2000 something. Not sure. 
Oh, because I don't remember the year. Sorry, guys. Off the top of my head. That was 2013. As recently as 2013, some dude was standing there and wanted to challenge the legitimacy of my presence because I have boobs. Boobs. Um, I mean, we could, this is a whole nother topic. Shut up, Larry. I know everybody's like, we don't care, but like, but that's part. Of, <laughs> but that was part of the appeal of Galaxy Quest, is because like Galaxy Quest welcomed, you know, welcomed me into, yeah, uh, into that that space. It was made for the super nerd. <laughs> I mean that that's. So I guess for me, I would have appreciated it more if it was a love letter, more on the vein and, and a, a parody love letter, like a Spaceballs. I was about to say, like, when it's Star Trek, you know, like, Star Trek. I like my ass off at Spaceballs, I stared at Gar- Galaxy Quest. If it's Spaceballs, it's just a different kind of movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's a completely different energy, yeah, though. It's very different. Yeah. They're so, looking, they're so looking you for that. That's what I was looking for. That's what you wanted. That's what I was looking for in the Galaxy Quest. Looking, like yeah, I totally was expecting more that vein of, like, this kind of a parody, a love letter, but a parody of... But it wasn't. It was a, that it was wasn't a love letter, though. No, it was but not. This was not a love. Letter. No, it's not. But it's <laughs> that was it, on sci-fi. <laughs> the movie. It, it was crapping on Star Wars, Wars. Like, yeah, it was right, crapping. Yeah. It's a parody. It's not crapping. It's a parody to show you uh, the funny parts, exaggerating the funny parts. I mean, of what, it, you know, it, he he got he got Lucas's blessing, but at the at the end of the day, he was still like. He was still crapping on it. He was talking about merchandising. He was really playing it up. Like, you know, there was a lot. It was a very different kind of movie is what I'm trying to get. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Laughing at Star Wars. Galaxy Quest is laughing with Star Trek. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, to the point that, remember I mentioned Generations? Like, the entire cast of The Next Generation actually apparently all went to the same theater to watch this movie because they were like, we got to see this. What's it going right. to be like? They and enjoyed they it. went with a great deal of trepidation and walked away cracking up because this was their lives right but i mean everything that we've said it's it, it keeps emphasizing what i said it was made for a very very specific group yeah. so you're just upset that you're not part of that that's group, right i'm very butthurt that i was not part you're of that group <laughs> <laughs> tell you right okay. now. All right, i'm very i'm very upset you're i'm not, taking my mixer no, and i'm going home that's, Fuck it. Off. Yeah. that's it you know um I mean, again, like, that's, I, all right. that's all right. The next one, Mark, it will engrave you an invitation. I appreciate that. I get why the movie was made. There were certain parts. That I was yes. like, oh, that's clever. Like, I understood. But I said that from the jump. Right. I understand why people love this movie. Yeah. That was my first words. I like Tony Shalhoub in it, actually. Tony Shalhoub is amazing. <laughs> well, that's a hell of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really, really like him. So I, I thought, thought in a way, I thought was... it was a waste of him because I thought there could have been more. Like, and maybe that would have been too much. I agree. That could have been too much. But I love Tony Shalhoub. And I, I thought there wasn't Tony enough. Oh, my God. So so enough. I would have liked him to be in more. I would have found it even funnier. Because yeah. he was to me, he, he was said the he played it funniest off as if part. He was basically his character was essentially high the whole time, right? So when <laughs> totally was, so when he was in the control oh room in the, in the engine room and everything was falling apart, it's like so, uh, yeah, they're saying yeah, it's it gonna come apart soon. We won't be able to last. So there you go. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> his his, yeah, his deadpan take was awesome. But was, yeah, no, I was just building off of what you're saying. I'm like, I just I just loved him play. Like it's like he fit in so well with them. He's like yeah. he's like they get transported to this like spaceship that's apparently real and he goes yeah guys why why are you so stressed about this 
gets left behind at first, and then eventually shows up. Like, oh yeah, me too, me too. Oh, yeah, there he is. I would like to be what he's on. Like, yes, yeah. <laughs> right. Give me what he's is. having. We'll take some he's of it. Doing the good shit, and the rest of us are all like, <laughs> yeah, they, all, they all they all left their anxiety pills at home. All right. So, also fun fact. Um, one of the things that, like the whole omega particle and omega molecule thing, omega thirteen. Yes, that I got right away because I'm a huge Voyager fan. Yeah. So, and then that's basically how they really brought in Seven of Nine, and they had to do, the, you know, to, to to build the to stop the omega oh. molecule from destroying. Yep. Yeah. Half of the quadrant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know I totally got that. I love. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite arcs mm-hmm. in Voyager. I haven't seen that Voyager. Whole part. Yet. Oh, so good. I grab Star's so. hammer. You <laughs> shall be avenged. I frequently use the line of, I have one job. It's yeah. stupid, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of good quotes in there that you can, you can use in everyday life all the time. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> never, never give up. So I will, I will, say, I will succeed this. I will say this could be a movie. I'd have to watch a few times to really get the appeal, to really embrace it. But do you uh, want to? I guess yes and no. No, I don't. But <laughs> yes and no. I'll say that yes and no because I under like I said, I understand why people love it so much. And in, in a way, I want to be in on it with people because maybe I'm jealous. I don't really care. The point is <laughs> I want to love it too because I love the things it's Talking it's about, talking I love about, the thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I love comic conventions or sci-fi conventions and Star Trek and all that. So I want to be in on it. I'll give you another reference: Cable Guy with Jim Carrey. Horrible movie. I love it, but it's a dark Jim Carrey that we were never used to, never seen before. And it took me, I don't know, six or seven watches to really embrace and find the humor because there's a lot of it in there in that dark way. It took me a lot of watchings. Now I love that movie. Kudos for sitting through that six or seven times. Yeah, it's yeah, one of my I don't think I could watch any movie point. six or seven times. I couldn't have done that. Purpose. No, not that movie. Not, not Cable Guy. For the, for the sake of trying oh, to get it, I don't think I could do it. I love time. how it really stuck at once. Hold on. <laughs> Mila, what were you saying? What? What? Okay, so Mila's done. Marie, what were you saying? No, I just said I really struggled to get into Jim Carrey's aesthetic anyway. Yeah, it's it's again, it's like it's not for everybody, right? Him talking out of his butt and doing all that kind of crazy shit that he does, it's not for everybody. Again, my humor is not that sophisticated, so I don't really mind the guy standing on top of a tree branch talking out of his butt. Sometimes, sometimes, but on other times, I will like a sophisticated humor. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy a Frasier, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, oh, are we going like Frasier sophisticated now? I mean, it's, it was trying to be, it's still it's cheers light, but you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, they're, they're sort of like they're highfalutin and they talk about, you know, crazy, you know, opera shit. No, no. And yet they're still like, that's, that's the whole, that's the whole funny part, right? Is they're supposed to be super smart and then they do these epically stupid things. Yes, absolutely. But I find that funny. Like I do enjoy sophisticated humor to some degree, but I like a good shit and pit. I am all about scatological humor. Yeah, it's fine. I don't problem with that. Right, but what what is sophisticated humor? Like what 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 is what is a great question? So I'm going to turn it back on you. What do you think sophisticated humor looks like? I I I don't know. I honestly don't know. That that's that's really a question. Like I don't. 
I don't. Well, I guess I, like, it's, I don't, it's a humor that it's something that you can laugh as humor that's not ba- a a shit and dick joke, right? right. Where you're just getting raunchy and dirty with it. Um, you know, that's one part of it. And the other part is like it it takes an extra bit of thought to really get the humor. Like, I'm not saying Cable Guy by any means is sophisticated humor by any means, but like you really have to watch it and understand what's happening to understand the humor behind it. Yeah, you know, not every scene. Believe me, when he's got the freaking you know meat shit on his face and he like carries and he's doing the whole silence and lamb stuff, you have to know what the reference he's talking about. But that's not necessarily sophisticated. I'm not saying that's sophisticated, but you have to think about what's going on. Like you have to think about the references and what they're talking about. To me, that's more sophisticated. And they're not just doing a funny voice or you know just some sort of silly slapstick fall down. That's not sophisticated. So one of the funny I mean, books I think I've ever written or I've ever, ever read, not written, obviously, is um, As I Lay Dying by William Faulkner. And I hate William Faulkner with a fire of a thousand suns. Um, but unfortunately, if you're a literature major in the South, you eventually have to take a Faulkner class. Wait a minute. I heard about that. I think I've actually read Everybody that grabs their iPhone. Except, well, not me and Larry. But we're good. Right. <laughs> so one, of the things he, like, one of the things he does oh, God, I've seen is that. literally a sequence in this, in this story where um, this, this mother has died and she has this intellectually disabled son who sees this box that his mother is in as they are like taking her to be buried in Yachnipatawpha County. And he becomes convinced that she can't breathe. Right. So he takes a corkscrew and like proceeds to drill holes, air holes in the coffin into her face. Oh, <laughs> so she could breathe. Oh, Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really I, I read that book. I did not think I'd ever hear that title again. I'm like, are you talking about the book I'm thinking about? Probably not. Like, it's one no, of that, is book. that is the book. When you mentioned it, I was like, oh, wow, that's it. That's when you're having this described to you, this is awful. But when you have, like, you know, say, Marco, six or seven watches of the cable guy later, you're like, that's so fucking weird. It's so funny. It's really dark. It's really dark. But it's really dark funny. humor. And literally, the next page after this whole description goes on is a single is a single page chapter that says, "My mother is a fish," and then you move on. <laughs> it's well, like, yeah. yeah, think of Cable Guy. Like it's he's just a stalker. He's, he's a stalker. He's stalking this guy. Like there's nothing. You know, it's not. It's not light, right? That's a pretty serious topic. Oh, I, he's stalking this dude. Yep. You know what I mean? Like psychotically stalking him. You know what I mean? It just the the humor, you know, there shouldn't be humor behind somebody stalking another person. Right? Like that's that's a pretty serious topic. Peter Venkman. Exactly. Peter Venkman was creepy rapey guy. (laughs) That's right, creepy rapey stalker guy. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. But did you think of that when you were younger watching Ghostbusters? A little bit. I did not. You were older, older than you, essentially. Well, well, you're right, but I, but I grew up with older uncles and 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 an older aunt. So I'm a little afraid of what we're about to find out about his family. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened, Larry? Oh, no, just what was this? Shorts on the doll where they hurt you. Like. Yeah, right. Uh, no, no. It's just what it was is is growing up with with older people that were nine to twelve years older than you. Yeah. Um, Kid gloves weren't, there were no kid gloves. Like they didn't watch how they spoke around little Larry because well, Larry's like, no, tough shit. You want to hang around with your uncles and you want to be like the cool guy and hang out on the porch. Well, this is what we talk about. So like, I remember like listening to like old sixties and like, well, more seventies, um, seventies rock like Zeppelin and Kiss. And they, like, I remember listening to Kiss as a little kid and absolutely knowing what the hell they were talking about. Um, you know, my, my, my first tape that I ever bought was Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. 
the inside liner of that had a great graphic scene of a woman that was in the middle of an alien fight in her boobs. Like I knew what all that stuff was. So when I saw Peter Vakeman, I was like, oh, he's trying to get, oh shit. <laughs> this guy's a dirt ball. So <laughs> I, knew what that, I, mean, I knew what that was at a young age. So uh, like, I, 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 I did not. I had no idea. Like, I, I didn't either. Yeah, no, there, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot did. of adult things that kind of flew over my head. Like, like I kind of got Shrek, things. So. Yeah. I don't think the I average kid did. And, and, and you asked yeah, my no, wife, I, 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 was watched, I shouldn't have when I was a kid. You know. I think you're under. You know, like I watched a lot. I watched Eddie Murphy Raw when it came out. You know what I mean? Like I saw it in the theaters. You know what I mean? Like I was watching shit I should not have been watching at that age. I think if you didn't understand what was going on, you probably were like 15 or 16 or younger. I would say, but anybody sort of 17, 18 in the middle of their, you know, call it hormonal development. I would say had a, even 12 or 13. I, I'm saying, I had I'm a talking, pretty good I'm, idea. 12 or 13 is when you start getting that on. stuff. And you'll find out. You have two boys. You'll see. You'll, <laughs> you'll be like, well, that was that. What I'm saying is like, there, there's a difference between being like interested in the opposite sex at 12 or whatever it is, but, or understanding what was going on concepts in the movie, like that in the movie. Right. And so I think to, to be understand those concepts, you have to be a few years older, clearly like, or just know, have different see, life experience. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or unfortunate life experience. I, yeah. I would say, but uh, Larry, I mean, childhood. Larry. Okay. <laughs> well, Larry. Not, you know, I'm not saying that <laughs> at the end of the day, like if, I like if, that. If you understand additional things and you're too young to really have understood it, then maybe something's going on that, that, you know, uh, shouldn't have. Yeah, right? that's okay. Bruno and Larry will hug it out. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Bring it in for the real thing. Bring Larry it in for the content because that that is something we should see. <laughs> I missed it. What? I said that he was talking about y'all hugging it out. That was just over here, like that. That is why he needs more YouTube presence because that's <laughs> what people would say. Yeah, that's Ooh. right. <laughs> that's a different channel. Different that's a channel. totally different oh, YouTube right. channel. Um, I have not started that YouTube channel. I don't know so, that I will today. I, don't know. <laughs> I know. I was actually oh, just. Dear I Lord, my viewers back to Galaxy Quest. Get here. I know, no, but you can get here. It's a long one. It's because as I lay dying, came. I'm sorry. Have you not seen the title of our show? Oh yeah, it went from like different types of comedy, and then oh yeah, got dark. People's heads. Gotcha. Everybody with Faulkner. You listened to five minutes. Five minutes of the Pool Man episode. Holy shit! The Pool Man review. <laughs> I know we don't yeah. want to go over it. We don't want to go over it because other people might be listening. I got you, and I appreciate that. <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. Um, but yeah, no. So, right, so, so, around. so how are we getting back? To Galaxy Galaxy? We're just about up to an hour. Final thoughts on Galaxy Quest. We'll start. I'll start with Marie because that's easier to hear her when nobody else is talking. It's not common around here. I'm starting to feel excluded. Um, what you do? No, I, Galaxy Quest. I want to get here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ready? I think so. Okay. I'm, you. I'm just okay. No, Galaxy Quest remains one of my favorite Star Trek films. Like it's it's a love letter to everything and everything that everything that I miss as a kid and everything that I embrace about Star Trek now. And yeah, no, like Grignac, bitches, Grignac. <laughs> How the hell did he keep that thing on his head the whole time? Anyway. <laughs> That's some good glue. But that was why I was asking about people going to conventions dressed up. You know, like the actors going in their character dressed up like that. Because by the 90s, they were not doing that. Oh, yeah. Except the 70s, they were. 
Martok and Gowron have a Klingon duo that show that they do, and they have taken on the road. Oh my! Wow! Damn! <laughs> okay, get them some work. All right, Mila, over to you. I really love Galaxy Quest because it's just like I I don't know I really love the campy the campiness that shows up in like like one of the things that I love about Galaxy Quest is like it it pokes fun at like all the campy tropes <laughs> and stuff like that and like the original series and uh, Star Trek in general honestly and it just kind of. It's just a good time. It's just a fun movie. Good times had it's by most. Good- <laughs> <laughs> um, Larry, for me, for you, for me, um, I, I, I laughed at a couple of things. Um, I, like I said right away, I got that this movie wasn't for me, and I understand it. I understand everything about the movie. I know exactly what it's for. Larry I and I are gonna watch it again, together I, again. I, I together, we're gonna do it together. I, Get some popcorn, do each other's will, hair, and maybe. it'll be fine. We'll watch it together. Since you had popcorn and doing each other's hair, it's a possibility. <laughs> it's just talking you know, about just, boys. This movie. Do I know how to get them, Maria? Do I know how to get them? This movie just wasn't for me, honestly. Like I, I, my I wife is staring it. at her phone it. right now. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm good. All I'm, right, I'm, I'm good with this. All right, Bruno. On that happy note, I think I think Larry and Marco changed my mind. I hate it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. three to two, we no, did it, Larry. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. I think it's I think it's a really fun. Bruno, stay strong. Stay strong, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's an inside. It's an inside joke, and I enjoy it. It's uh, something that if you're if you're into that genre and you're really, you know, I was a geek as a kid. Like I enjoyed it. It was really fun. Um, it wasn't a laugh a minute. You know, but I, I which is I, what I wanted. I have, I hear you, and that's cool too. But I appreciate what they did. I thought it was there were some really funny parts. I I like the callbacks. Um, so I just I liked it. It's fun, cool. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have a mixed bag. Lean towards more. I wasn't a big fan. Like I said, I did enjoy the callbacks. I like the you know yeah. things that I recognized in there. Um, I did want it to be more a laugh a minute. I think that's really where it faltered for me. Right. Yeah. The strong parts were the fact that it did call back and it was a love letter and it did understand its audience and who it was playing for and what it wanted to be. It just wasn't funny enough for me. Not that it wasn't a good movie for what it wanted to be or knew its audience. It just wasn't funny enough for me. I think the the way they had the humor and the things that they did in it just didn't make me laugh like I wanted to laugh for this movie. Right. Because, you know, like the, the, the previews to me kind of sold it like it was going to be funnier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That 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 was it for me. And then it just became like some stuff was and movies any movie can do this if they have a joke like the aliens in their voices, but then it permeates through the whole thing. It okay. becomes annoying. It's like you took this joke and you dragged it through the whole movie, right? Like I had the same issue with Napoleon Dynamite, which people love that movie, and I don't know why, but I want to push his face in because <laughs> it's that same shit through the whole movie, and I can't stand his voice. And I can't steal you know what I mean. And then Uncle Rico, where the hell I'm with you on that, right? Like, it's just the Wait, same permeated joke for the entire thing. I think that the joke like is Napoleon that that was the intent, yeah, right? It is yeah. the intent. It just, it just, it's like, okay, that's enough. I can't take it. Like yeah. reading like a catcher <laughs> in a rye, catcher, the catcher in the rye. Yeah, I want to push Holden's <laughs> face in. This is an annoying little shit, and I, I can't that just do the whole thing. I'm like, I can't get behind this person. Yeah. So that's just what bothered me about the movie, and that that's it. Like, but sure. but I will promise to watch it at least one more time because I have that kind of time. So you know why not? I've watched Cable Guy. I can't even tell you how many times by now. So if I can watch that movie that many times, and it took me six tries to really like it and get it, I'll give this one another try because it is such a popular movie. And, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to shit on it for an hour. <laughs> like there were parts to it. <laughs> 
I did. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, but I would try to do a lot of things that I still end up doing. <laughs> right? All right, everybody. Thank you so much, Marie. Thank you as always. Always a good time. Yes, we'll catch up later. Uh, we'll catch up offline if we're done and uh, try to find some time to do this again. Yes? Yes. Cool. All right. Mila, thank you. Thank you. Larry, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And, thank you. You're welcome. And Bruno, of course, thank you. You're welcome. All right, everybody. We are Entertainment Rants at entertainmentrants.com. Find us on our social media at Entertainment Rants and Entertain Rants on Twitter. Feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what you want us to rant about and engage in entertainmentrants.com. All right, everybody. Let's get out there and hashtag Let's Rant. There it is. Oh, no.